Welcome to the Christmas episode of Real Original. Today we're going to be discussing Jingle All the Way. My name's Dave. I'm Nathaniel. And I'm Rico. And I love Jingle All the Way. I have a feeling that Jingle All the Way is hated by people older than us, but our generation's right in the sweet spot mm-hmm. for loving it. How do you guys feel about it, though? I, I don't agree with that, because the only reason I knew about it was because my parents made me watch it as a kid. Really? No. This is one of my all-time favorites. Love this movie. It's like, honestly, top five Christmas movie for me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's top five for me, too. There's just something great about Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a mattress salesman. (laughs) You're my favorite customer. (laughs) Don't Don't forget, you're my number one customer. Can't you imagine him saying that with, like, a Desert Eagle pointed at somebody's head? Right about to shoot him. Just a little bit more serious tone. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that'd be awesome. Just do an off-street version of Jingle All the Way. It's just him, like, killing elves and stuff. So, Jingle All the Way. It's basically a story about an overworked dad trying to get a toy for his son before Christmas. And he's he's so convinced that working is the best thing that he forgets until Christmas Eve. And he has to go find this doll that's the hottest hottest ticket Christmas item that year. And, and it's flying off the shelves. Nobody has it. So, all the... All the store clerks are laughing at him when he says he needs a Turbo Man, and he gets into a bunch of crazy antics. Along the way, he meets a postman, played by Sinbad, and it's it's basically just Sinbad. I think the character has a name, but it's just Sinbad, <laughs> which is a good thing. I love Sinbad. Which is funny, because I've only ever seen him in like kids' movies, like Jingle All the Way, and then, I don't know if you guys remember uh, First Kid, that Disney movie. I, I've, I remember the title, and I know I've seen it, but I can't tell you what it's about at all. I was really hoping you were going to say Good Burger. Good oh, burger. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays the teacher. Classic. Why is he only in kids stuff? Huh? Yeah, maybe just his brand of comedy lends itself to kids, except he's kind of raunchy. I was going to say, stand-up. I thought he was kind of dirty. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe his maybe, brand of acting. Maybe he just likes kids. Because oh. like Bob Saget was, was pretty dirty, and he was in a lot of kid-friendly things. True. But I think that's just like Bob Saget was broken well, after Full House. At the same <laughs> time, we also had uh, George Carlin, who was the narrator for Thomas the Tank Engine. And his book, Seven Dirty Words, is, uh, well, dirty. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think there is kind of a thing, though, with comedians like doing stuff like that, where they are really dirty in one aspect of their majority of their career. And then they have these weird, like uh, another person, Rowan Atkinson. I mean, yeah, yeah, his stuff is raunchy, but he's Mr. Bean. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Maybe they feel like it's like doing penance for like being bad people. Maybe <laughs> they're terrible. Maybe it's people. all about the money. Yeah, I think we just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd definitely be all for the money for me. I'm not I'm not I, I don't like kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first thought that I want to get out here, get out into the world is that Disney bought 21st Century Fox, and that's who made this movie. So it is a conceivable prospect that Turbo Man could be joining the Avengers. Oh my, oh my God. God, shut the hell up. <laughs> Can we please make this happen? Dude, that would be the funniest shit I've ever heard of. They actually did a pretty good design on Turbo Man for the most part, though. Like, Yeah, he looks cool. He's not too bad. And, you know, he can run to a wall at, you know, 100 miles per hour and survive breakneck speeds. 
So yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're done making uh, anything related to that because they did make a sequel and it has Larry the Cable Guy in it. So uh... we don't talk about that. <laughs> There's a Turbo Man sequel. Uh, there's a jingle all the way too. I don't know if Turbo Man's involved. Oh, that's but... what I meant. <laughs> well, I only care about. Yeah, Turbo I'm. Man. I'm pretty sure I saw it one year, and I'm pretty sure I blocked it all out. <laughs> Although Larry the Cable Guy is a just thrilling investigation into like acting and characters because he's not at all what you would expect in real life. But but anyway, back to the original, the classic, the good jingle all the way. I love how many like random cameos this movie has like especially in the um elf warehouse you oh, got yeah. uh the big show wwe mm-hmm. guy and then i forget what the two little midgets names are i know Vern Troyer's the really small one um and i, can't, I don't remember this the slightly less small one's name yeah with the beard the little the little yeah. shady guy yeah but that scene that's probably my favorite part of the movie but anyways <laughs> speaking of the big show did y'all catch that at one point Arnold throws a left hook at him and he jerks his head the wrong way? <laughs> I did not catch that. It was really comical. And it's one of those things that I've never caught, even though I watch this movie every year. But yeah, the big show jerks his head the opposite way of that the punch is thrown. And it's really, really bad looking. I don't know why they kept it in the movie. That's awesome. They're probably making fun of his WWE. <laughs> I oh, mean, Yeah. <laughs> This movie is just great because it it embraces the cheesiness of it all. Like it's not taking itself too seriously. It kind of cuts all throughout the scene. So that that punch, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, you know what, it's shitty, but huh, it fits. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many uh, going along lines that there's so many like small parts and like one liners in this that mm-hmm. they probably didn't intend to be funny, but are hilarious. <laughs> Especially like I don't know, like Arnold chasing down the the rubber ball from the little girl, mm-hmm. and then like who would have thought Arnold Schwarzenegger would be crawling through a kid's playpen? <laughs> and then all the women then, hit him with purses, and his his one line is like, "I'm not a pervert." Yeah, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he can't say pervert. It's like a word that defies his mouth somehow. <laughs> it's amazing. Going back to the cameos in this movie, there were a lot of cameos from established actors and comedians, but there were also some from up-and-coming people, like Chris Parnell makes an appearance. Yeah, he's the uh, toy store manager, right? Or one of the... I think, yeah, he works at the toy store. And at one point, he does this chicken dance that felt really heavily, like it may have inspired the chicken dance in Arrested Development that Will Arnett does. It could have. (laughs) <laughs> like they're very similar um that and then his son is young anakin in the prequels jake lloyd yep yep jake lloyd jake lloyd <laughs> bless his heart he's just the same damn person and it's just like why did he get all the gigs back then i just don't get it because he's a cute little kid i guess but he's cute little kid probably had family ties i'm sure his dad is arnold schwarzenegger or something like that <laughs> no his dad's turbo man uh, you're right. I'm wrong. You're, you're, you're totally right. That's canonical. <laughs> Speaking of his dad being Turbo Man, Turbo Man joins a long list of superheroes that basically cover their eyes just a little bit, and then nobody can recognize them. Right. <laughs> like, all of Arnold's face and voice is shown and heard while he's in the Turbo Man outfit, and his stupid family doesn't realize it's <laughs> his him. His wife's, like, standing there staring at him, like, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, I'm in love with this guy. <laughs> 
It's fucking hilarious. How bizarre. This movie's just all like that. Yeah. Like the I, well, I think one of my favorite parts is the uh what's the what's the the villain dude when he punches the dude and his literal fist flies off and everyone's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> well, I just like how like it's a kid's like Thanksgiving Day or Christmas festival. Mm-hmm. And they literally have this all choreographed in like a live action suit of Turbo Man that's fully functional and can fly. <laughs> it's just so absurd. It's but insane. Makes for good TV. It's great stuff. It's just like a bizarre concept. How did you, how would you pitch this? Yeah. So we're going to create this entire like Turbo Man and uh, yeah, kids are going to want his toys and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. It'll be great. <laughs> Give me millions of dollars. I was curious how they didn't like, I don't know, get in some kind of trouble for like the Power Rangers, the obvious Power Rangers ripoff. The demon the, team? Yeah, the demon. What are they called? The demon team, I think. The demon team. That's what it is. Yeah. Like literally they just took Power Ranger costumes and elongated the heads. <laughs> well, Power Rangers itself is is famously a ripped off show of a Japanese show. Oh, they basically I never took all the... Yeah, they basically took all the fight scenes from a Japanese show, and then they had American actors like talking outside of the costumes. So, huh. and then it it got adapted and it became an American show. But it started off as as using Japanese footage and kind of dubbing over it in English. Interesting. And yeah. uh, another fun fact, because this is one of the few things I actually know about that. Uh, it uh, the entire Power Rangers saga got started because. Japan tried to do a Spider-Man movie um, and it was not good. (laughs) So everybody liked the aspect that they thought it was going for, but nobody liked the Spider-Man part. So throughout history, they just adapted. And that's how the entire Power Rangers, like subgenre in Japan, it's called something got started because they were really making really crappy Spider-Man movies. Huh? Speaking of Spider-Man, well, did you see that uh, they announced that the original Doc Ock actor is coming back for the new movie? I know. I don't know yeah, how I don't I feel know what to make it. of it all. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be nearly as exciting as people are Well, expecting. I'm excited for the movie because I, I think they're doing Sinister Six. Uh, I'm just, I don't know about the casting decisions. See, I don't think they're, I don't know what Sinister Six is, but I think these people are just going to come in for a 30-second cameo. Well, maybe, like but skipping through end, dimensions. I think the end goal is Sinister Six, which is like Spider-Man's team of arch nemesis led Isn't by that an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the ridiculous six. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are giving them enough credit. I mean, they did pull off the entire Marvel, you know, universe that is up to date and has gotten huge collaboration. So I'm not putting it past them to get me a good movie in a multiverse situation where oh, no. I'm seeing all these people. It's not like a multiverse. It is Spider-Man's story. Uh, no, I, what I'm saying is like I, I, I'm going to be disappointed if I'm not seeing you know Andrew Garfield, Toby McGuire, oh, I see what you're uh, saying. all these okay. people on screen for long term. Okay. So like if gotcha. they do make those cameos, I'm going to be pissed. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it would they, make sense, right? I mean, yeah. With, with what they've had to do to make Marvel like the entire Marvel saga happen in the first place. I feel like they could just the fact that they've, they're able to do this um, with the entire Spider-Man rights. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked from jingle all the way. Do you like (laughs) the Marvel live action Spider-Man movies? 
the uh, new ones. There, each they're one bad. has each one has their um, qualities. I mean, yeah. Uh, all of uh, I think all of them are decent at at worst. Um, I think that they've been pretty good. But yeah, the the Tom Holland ones are definitely the best of the Spider Mans. No, they're not. I, I yes, like Tom Holland as Spider Man, but the the stories are ridiculous. They they stray so far from Spider Man that it, it's just another Marvel movie. Like they just made him into Iron Man. He's just another. Well, Iron yeah. Man. I mean, that's leading to him taking over the new Avengers, but we won't get into that because that's stupid. I'm talking just solely Spider Man. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I just like them all because when I'm watching those, I just like the fucking. Uh, superhero shit. <laughs> <laughs> the pew pew, pew pew. The boom boom. You know the Michael Bay stuff. I'm one of those guys. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger, jingle all the way. I found it to be terrifying in this watch through when Arnold Schwarzenegger grabs Chris Parnell and the other store associate and the camera kind of cuts right to Arnold's face and he just growls out, where is your Christmas spirit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's scary. That's what I'm saying, dude. There's so many scenes of just Arnold one liners that like his English wasn't good enough yet. It was just hilarious. <laughs> well, what's funny is like, it's so much better than what it was uh, when he originally came on the scene. Like this was 96. He had already gotten a little bit better, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's 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 what well what's your favorite line let's go there favorite line my yeah my favorite line in the movie yes by arnold or anyone let's do it by by arnold for now oh oh geez i can't even remember i just know there's so many dumb moments like pretty much everything he says just i laughed at (laughs) mine would have to be where's your christmas spirit that's the most memorable line for me for me uh it's always been uh, put that cookie down now. <laughs> that's a good one. Too. Yeah, that's a good one. And, and then my favorite line of his son is when he says, Oh, she's over next door petting Ted. <laughs> <laughs> like it's There's... such a perfectly paced and timed joke. Yeah. And I love when he's like, has that little moment of like flashback when he's not next to Sinbad in the diner. And mm. it's just like, yes. Jake Lloyd drinking out of a like handle of whiskey. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> you, yeah, that Dad. was wonderful. <laughs> See, I, 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 that's what I love about this movie is like it's just it's ridiculous. Like Sinbad, the the I can't remember his actual character name, but the mailman, he legit commits terrorism to get a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> he fakes that there's a bomb, and hey, guess what? It happens to be a bomb. And then he just gets arrested. Like it's it's just so funny how casual this was pre you know two thousand one. And I feel like that was actually the chance of a missed opportunity joke. After we see the bomb explode and the office windows you know explode out with fire, it cuts back to the police officers that were holding the package, and it shows that they're all fine. It would have been so much funnier to just leave it open ended as to whether or not <laughs> mm-hmm. like fourteen police officers were killed. I think cutting back to them and showing that they're that they're alive is definitely more kid friendly, but it's sure. just funny. Yeah, we should make an adult cut of this movie. Just cut out some <laughs> of the things that make it kid friendly. It'll probably make it a little bit better. Yeah, bit. the only scene that has a kid in it is when he's drinking the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no context for it. God, this world's so depressing. <laughs> it's like those South American kids, like the babies who smoke. Oh, it's so sad what yeah there's like there's there's uh in in like latin american countries uh 
the the age of smoking is super super young like 12 13 is like average um so some people are like giving their kids cigarettes at like the age of like three and four wow wow yeah <laughs> i'll start your growth yeah <laughs> just a little bit that's the that's the big time also happened with Danny DeVito. <laughs> nice all right so what else is there to this movie I feel oh so we mentioned Ted, which is the creepy neighborhood. Like, I missed all of Ted. What do you even bullshit. call him? Creep. He's the neighborhood. I mean, he's uh, definitely no. a schmoozer. He's the neighborhood fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Wannabe fuckboy. He yeah. played by the late yeah. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Rest yep. in peace. I did like him as an actor. Yeah, he was and, good in this movie. Yeah, his voice is just so funny. It's just like. <laughs> I can't even replicate it. He just sounds like someone you just want to punch in the face every time he talks. Right. And even the idea of his voice lent to many, many years of great jokes on Futurama. I forget what the captain's name was in that show. Oh, Brannigan. Was it Brannigan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brannigan. Yeah. He uh, he was very funny, and, and they intentionally voiced him to sound like Phil Hartman because Phil Hartman was set to do the, the role mm-hmm. before he died. And I think they named Philip Fry after Phil Hartman as well. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, future armistice. Wasn't he killed by like an ex girlfriend or an ex wife? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. He was gunned down by a woman. I I forget what their relationship was. Let's see. I'm looking it up. Well, while you're looking that up, um, one of the other talking points that I had was they make a really weird Vertigo reference to this movie, which Vertigo is. I believe it's a 1960s Alfred Hitchcock movie. I, I saw it for the first time this year, but it's definitely not a kid's movie. It would be really hard for a kid to get through. So this is a weird movie to be making Vertigo references in. Interesting. I didn't pick up on that at all. <laughs> I've never watched Vertigo, so same. It's good. It's fun. It, it's not my favorite Hitchcock movie, but uh, it's definitely one of the more iconic and memorable ones for the general public perspective. Damn. Damn. He did get shot oh. after Buca de Peppo. Is that a movie? That's a, or is that a restaurant? You've never you, Buca de Peppo is like right downtown Columbus. It's a restaurant. Wait, it's a chain of Italian, we've, it's a chain of Italian restaurants. I thought okay. it was Buca de Beppo. Oh, sorry, mispronunciation. Yeah, it's Beppo. <laughs> Beppo, Peppo, they're all Italian words. Ah, what about a big bada boom? Hey, Stromboli. I literally did not hear a single difference in what you said. I have no idea what he's talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, that's ins- but not the Columbus one, right? No, 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 no. In, in, in Chino, California. Okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 1998. Well, I was only, uh, six. What? How? What's math? Five years old then? <laughs> Jeez. Dang. No, but he, I mean, he, he, he did a really good job in this movie at coming across as that pretentious, uh, know-it-all prick who's just always around, you know, and just like, you don't, you don't want to tolerate him, but you have to. And now, Hey, now he's trying to fuck your wife. (laughs) So that's what Arnold's dealing with the entire time. And I think like their entire dynamic is just hilarious because Arnold, you know, Arnold's not buying any of his shit. He knows what's up, but he's also a dude who's just not got his priorities in the right place. Um, and because of turbo man, he learns how to be a person who keeps his promises. 
Well, uh, going back to Ted, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he's he misses like Christmas and he's trying to talk to Liz, and Ted just mm-hmm. goes, "You can't bench your way out of this one." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great delivery, and it's hilarious because like and throughout the movie they don't reference um, him working out at all. You just know, oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. You know, <laughs> it's hilarious. Love it. Really makes you wonder why they cast him. He's not a comedic actor. They didn't use his his body strength in an iconic or probably just because he looks way. so good in the Turbo Man. Well, they definitely yeah, made the right why. choice. We Wait, this was after Kindergarten Cop, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, so he did have so. a little bit of a history of comedic roles. Do people like Kindergarten Cop? People love Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, it's Oof. considered a classic. I mean, I, I've watched it a couple times. I don't remember it, but... Same with Twin Man. with Danny DeVito. Oh, don't talk about Twins. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't like either of those movies. I mean, they're just goofy, but like, I'm just telling you, he, he does have a slight history of comedy movies coming from that. Yeah, those I two guess. backgrounds. Do we got a Nate's Corner for uh, Jingle All the Way? We don't, no. Wow, Damn. what do I pay you for? Christmas isn't coming for all you bad girls and boys. <laughs> <laughs> well... Turbo Man is definitely an over-the-top, silly, cheap, like, show within the universe. And it, the lead actor that played Turbo Man within the show, within the movie, uh-huh. I have to call out, he was a Klingon in Star Trek Enterprise. I like calling out my Star Trek actors. So Daniel, Daniel Riordan played a Klingon. Fun fact for you. That, that's your Nate's Corner. Damn. Wait, how do you spell his last name? Because that name's... R-I-O-R-D-A-N. Are you doing a fact check? No, I'm just looking him up because that name sounds really familiar. Mm. He's had well, he bit parts a in a lot of things. Star Wars actor, apparently. He played at Klingon. Star Trek. Once. Did I say Star Wars? No, you said no. Star Trek. Okay. No, would, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's in Dreamgirls, too. As who? L-A-D-J. <laughs> oh, that's a big role. Yeah, like I said, he's he has very small parts in a lot of things, and... A lot of his parts are him heavily covered in makeup or, or props like Turbo Man oh, and wow. Klingon. He actually has a decently extensive video game uh, voicing career. He was in cool. Halo Wars, Elder Scrolls, Morrowind. Who did he do in Halo Wars? Just a Marine? Uh, just additional voices. Basically, okay. every, every role is additional voice. <laughs> um, but he was in Fallout 76, <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, Dishonored. I mean, decent games. Hmm impressive i played halo wars one i i i thought it was good i did not like the sequel though um so talking of like lesser characters in this movie uh booster that's one of the fun like things throughout the whole movie too like turbo man's shitty siberian tiger sidekick or whatever he is and it's just like all the kids like fuck you booster no one likes you (laughs) you suck booster (laughs) he looks like a philly fanatics cousin or something Oh my god! And I swore, I swore that he was played by Gilbert Gottfried. That guy sounds like just... similar to him, but that dude uh-huh. I recognized. He's in Supernatural uh, for a few seasons. Oh, nice! Yeah, he plays uh, one of the whatever they're called, scribes of God. I never finished Supernatural. Once it got to the angels and demons things, I kind of ducked out and lost interest. You have to at um, least watch the, the Scooby Doo crossover episode. Have you seen that one? With the mystery in the house? 
Yeah, that's animated, but it's supernatural episode. Okay, yeah, I, I love that seen one. It. It's awesome. Huh. Hmm. Eric Kripke, the showrunner for Supernatural, he did Amazon's The Boys, which I just finished season two of. So oh, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, I really like The Boys. It's it's fun and subvertive and mm-hmm. in ways that I like, and it it never crosses the line into being too goofy. Nice. So it's a good time. Oh wow, he's from Toledo, Ohio. One of the oh, few people hey. to make it out. <laughs> they always come back. Toledo and cities that you never think of. Jingle All the Way was in Minneapolis, which I looked up because I had no idea where this was. Um, and it yeah. looks very different now. I thought that was really weird too, but the only reason I caught on to that was because they were in Mall of America for like the turbo uh, mm-hmm. the giveaway or whatever. Did he? Yeah, and, and they showed the roller coaster within the mall, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a internationally famous roller coaster for some reason. It's, <laughs> it's in a, a mall, dude. <laughs> but it's in a mall. I mean, oh yeah, who's a card carrying member of the Mid Ohio Coaster Club? I can say that doesn't look like a fun coaster. <laughs> I also forgot that Damn. Jim Belushi was in this movie. He's the best yep. part. Yeah. He is the best part of this movie. He killed it as that sketchy Santa. Yeah, the sketchy Santa. He's awesome. And then recently we just watched um, Return to Me. Have you guys seen that? No. It's a uh, David Duchovny mini driver rom-com. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's cute, but it's sad. But he's in that too. And we just watched mm. both of those back to back. I didn't even realize it. We had a impromptu Jim Belushi night. Look at that. Who knew? Yeah. Maybe Jim Belushi knew. Yeah. I didn't. Man, the Belushis and the Kennedys, they both have a reputation for dying young. Is he dead? His brother died. <laughs> oh. I thought... No, Jim's dead. Is he? Yeah, remember when no, according not. to Jim... Are we going to be one of those people? What? Is I'm literally Jim looking at IMDb right now. Belushi and there's no still death alive. I'm so You're thinking of John Belushi. Who is in? Yes, uh, I am. Yeah, it's his brother, and he was in. Was it his brother? Maybe. Yeah. So who was the blues? Jim brother? Belushi said, "If my brother were John was a pothead, he'd still be alive." Yeah, because he was into really hard drugs, and he's one of the SNL dudes that died from hard drugs. Okay, that's, that's what everybody what in yeah. SNL did then. What's I'm, oh Blues Brothers? That's what I'm thinking of. Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Yeah, that's a and he's in movie. Animal House. Hmm, interesting. It's always fun hearing all these random like voice uh, acting that these uh, people do. It's a lucrative gig. It's it's kind of in a weird spot because voice acting, especially for video games, is arguably much harder and like stressful for a lot of people, but it's less money. I honestly um, feel like it's and, getting to be more lucrative, though. Yeah, it's definitely on the rise. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's not equal to like shows or, oh, sure. or movies. Yeah. yeah. But there's just a lot of stuff like imagine going into a booth, like trying to play Marcus Phoenix and you have to record like 37 different grunting noises for getting <laughs> shot. Yeah, seriously. <gasps> yeah, like, <gasps> it's tough. <laughs> Ow. Oh, scream. That is true. Ah! Or whatever that is. <laughs> That's funny. I can't do it. Imagine playing, being the voice of Spider-Man because of all his stupid one-liners in his video games. 
gross. Those are my favorite. I love those one-liners. I can't remember any of them, but... I don't think I have anything else to talk about with Jingle All the Way. Yeah, I mean, it's just a pretty fun, generic Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if there is a Christmas movie I could really talk about for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, At least not one of this caliber. Jingle All the Way, it's fun. It's a good time, but I mean... I'm not going to. Here's a good question. What are you guys' go-tos for Christmas time? Like top top three. So I actually kind of hate Christmas movies. So um, I have a very small list. Just something you watch at Christmas time. Oh. Like how a lot of people like Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I hate that. (laughs) So Ernest Saves Christmas. Jingle all the way. And I don't know what a third would be. Maybe just maybe just running through the uh, the Futurama Christmas episodes, Xmas mm. episodes. Nice. Not familiar with those. Um, I honestly don't have a regular uh, repertoire of movies I watch at Christmas. I have some that I happen to usually end up watching some because of where I'm at, but I don't make a ha- habit of those. Those would probably be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, Jingle All the Way in the Santa Claus. Nice. I always watch Gremlins. Even though it's not a Christmas movie, it takes a place at Christmas, so it's classic. Nice. I've never seen it. You've never seen Gremlins? No. Oh, dude, Neither you're missing out. Any ah. movie with a Furby-looking toy on the front, I don't watch. Dude, it's it's fucking awesome. It, those cute little things turn into these like murderous monsters. <laughs> Like people die in that movie. <laughs> oh, that's where I got that fear from. <laughs> from the Mogwai. Oh shit! I have heard of that before. Yeah. Wait, maybe I did watch this There's movie. Three as a things kid. you're never supposed to do: give them water, feed them after midnight, and something else. And what does the boy do? He does all of them. All I remember is something like. Because I I've never I, I thought I haven't watched this, but now that you're saying this, maybe I have. And now, because I remember them saying something like "Don't go close to the Agui" or whatever. Magui. Magui. <laughs> See, I, I don't even know. Maybe I'm just making this up. I'm just stupid. Forget about it's all right. it. It's all right. <laughs> but I recommend watching it. Don't um, laugh at me. Once they turn into gremlins and attack the house, like the mom, like literally, uh, <laughs> blows one up in the microwave. Um, kills one of them in like the blender uh stabs one with a knife it's pretty wild damn well in terms of what's coming next for the podcast on december 28th we're doing an episode on the new netflix movie jingle jangle should have suzanne and sterling on i'm pretty excited for that are we becoming Uh, a podcast that just does movies that have the word jingle in it because exactly Yes, we need Are to get to Googling. <laughs> Jingle All the uh, Way too. Oh, shit. I'm not watching that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot. Jingle Jangle. I'm sure there's Jingle some shit. I don't know. I bet, I bet there's some. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Any parting words, Nate, Ricardo? I got nothing. Just uh, be fun what? with Christmas this year. Do, do something new since we're all stuck in our houses. Uh, come up with some new fun custom. But also be safe. Ohio's infection rate is at like 15% or something crazy. 
We're number yeah. one. We're number one. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't make your uh, new tradition going out and getting COVID. It's yeah. not, not going to be a good time. So stay safe. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone.